What is going on, everybody? This is James with 77 Financial Group. You're listening to 15 Minutes of Finance, or in the next 15 minutes, I'm going to get you excited about investing. Let's do it. All right, all right, all right. Happy 1st of the February to all of my listeners out there. Uh, hey, guys, I know for uh, especially the people who have been here from the very beginning, I have been MIA. I have been absent from the podcast. Um, I got people asking me why I'm not doing it. Uh, it's probably been, what, two months now, I think. But hey, the reason is, is because I have been taking the CFP. Um, the CFP is Certified Financial Planner. I've been taking classes for that. Uh, I moved. Uh, I'm coaching basketball, freshman basketball right now. Uh, business has been good. Business has been booming. So I'm dealing with all my current clients and new clients. And, and now I'm coaching. And I also have the biggest exam of my life coming up in March. And hopefully I pass it. Um, even if I don't pass it, I'm going to keep going for it uh, until I do pass it. It's, uh, it's one of those things where... It's going to be a lot of information covering a lot of topics, things that suck like estate planning, um, income distribution, just boring stuff as far as I'm concerned with finance. So that's kind of why I've been gone. I've been happening to read things and reread things over and over again, but ultimately that's going to help me help you guys. So the more that I know, the more I can uh, provide as far as uh, investment advice and uh, just my opinion on market outlooks and whatnot. But hey, let's jump right into it. Uh, we have a lot to in today's episode. We got news, we got earnings, we got term of the day, and we also have money in the mirror for this month. We got three stocks we're going to be looking at. So let me get right into the term of the day, guys, which is blue chip stock. So a blue chip stock is a stock of a huge company with an excellent reputation. These are typically large, well-established and financially sound companies that have operated for many years and that have dependable earnings, often paying a dividend to investors. A blue chip stock typically has a market capitalization in the billions, um, which, I mean, that's pretty much the definition, guys, right there is a big, big company with a great reputation, right? So think of basically, I would say definitely the top 250 in the S&P 500, uh, 250 companies, but maybe even the 500. So Facebook, right? That's a blue chip stock. Uh, Walmart, that's a blue chip stock. Apple, etc. cetera. Uh, Exxon. But the reason I want to bring that up is because historically, maybe the last 100 years, just investing in blue chip stocks over time has been very successful for everybody who's held it, uh, any of the stocks, to be honest. There are obviously some that during a period of time might have taken a big hit during a market crash, but for the most part, holding these blue chip stocks for the life of your investing for your working years uh, has been very profitable for people. So blue chip stock, great long-term investments, uh, not a recommendation, but just in general, historically, they've done well. Okay, uh, now you guys have table talk at, uh, at the dinner table later today. Uh, let's see what's happening in the news. U.S. stock futures are under pressure after the S&P posted its worst month since March of 2020. The major, average, the major averages all rallied in the last trading session of the month yesterday, driven by technology stocks. The S&P fell 5.3% for the month, while the Dow slid 3.3%. The Nasdaq also sank 8.9%. Guys, so if you remember the Dow, that's usually the 30 largest companies, the S&P 500, the 500 biggest companies, and the Nasdaq, which is just 
essentially technology stocks. So the NASDAQ is a good uh, representation of the overall technology market. So among the companies reporting earnings today are AMD, which is, we like that company, Advanced Micro Devices, Alphabet, Google, and ExxonMobil, GM, Starbucks, and United Parcel Services. Uh, UPS, I don't know why United Parcel Service just threw me for a loop, it's just UPS. Uh, most of us don't even don't even know UPS stands for United Parcel Service, but uh, those are some big big companies reporting today. Uh, very bullish on Alphabet's um, earnings as well as Exxon's. AMD love AMD, but not so sure if they're gonna beat earnings, beat estimates. But we'll see. Later this morning, the Bureau of Labor Statistics releases its Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey. Uh, JOLTS. That's a that's a fun acronym. Economists expect there were 10.1 million job openings in December, half a million fewer than in November, as openings now outnumber the unemployed. Also today, the ISM releases its Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index (PMI) for January. Economists forecasts a reading of 58, about even with December's levels. New data on construction spending is expected to have increased 0.6% in December, after rising 0.4% in November. Oil posted its biggest monthly gain in a year, boosted by supply shortages and political tensions in Eastern Europe and the Middle East. Investors will also be watching this week's meeting of OPEC and its allies, including Russia. Light sweet crude is now just below $88 a barrel. Okay, so just to touch on the last thing with oil, um, I mean, guys, if you've been watching any of the news, Russia is probably going to start causing some issues with Ukraine. Ukraine is preparing for an invasion. Um, there's also issues in China wanting to invade Taiwan. So the oil issue is kind of it's kind of an interesting one, even if you don't really care about oil stocks. Like, guys, as you know, I love electric vehicles. I love the electric car market. Um, that means oil is important to me because that's what we're basically stepping from right that is the stepping stone to electric vehicles um and we'll talk more about electric vehicles later on and throughout this month but the russia ukraine opec situation very very interesting uh how how does it all turn out we don't know we don't know how it's going to turn out i really hope russia does not invade but again uh can't control that type of stuff right we can only control what we can control and for that reason, I'm kind of staying away from oil stocks as far as uh, maybe swing trading a little bit. I definitely have some long-term stuff for clients, but those clients are re like reaping the reward of a dividend stock. So like Exxon, for example, has a great dividend. So we're, we're enjoying that as far as uh, the retirement phase for some clients. But okay, let's go to today's headlines. Uh, AT&T, another dividend stock that we used to like, uh, will slash its dividend in half after the spinoff of its Warner Media division. AT&T said it will spin off Warner Media in a $43 billion deal to merge its media business with Discovery. Okay, so just to touch on that really quickly, AT&T. I used to have AT&T um, as my phone provider, and I had clients invested in AT&T maybe like two or three years ago because uh, I was like, oh, blue chip stock, right? Blue chip company. But AT&T is just terrible. So I used to actually have the phone service. I got rid of that. And luckily I was on the forefront of that because they've had, um, subscription slashes. Like I haven't even seen before. It's almost like these people are canceling it. Like they cancel their Netflix, like, boom, I've seen everything. Let's give it, you know, a six month break. So half of Netflix subscribers just, you know, quit their membership. Well, with AT&T, they are having a hard time keeping and getting new subscribers. So 
uh, I don't know why that is. I, I have Pure Talk now, which is basically the same thing as AT&T. I have better service. And I used to pay $135 for my AT&T uh, service. Now I pay $60, right? And I have more data and I have a business line. So I have more and I pay half as much. So I don't know what AT&T is going to do. It makes sense to me that they're not doing so hot uh, and that they can't, they can't provide a dividend. That makes sense. Uh, Sony will buy Bungie, the video game maker behind Halo and the Destiny franchises in a $3.6 billion deal. The deal follows Microsoft's $69 billion plans to buy game maker Activision Blizzard. So if any of you guys are gamers, all of those names sound very familiar to you. Uh, Halo, that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, big, big fan of Halo. I'm excited to see what Sony does with Bungie. Uh, Sony's just good at creating stuff except for superhero movies, right? So excited to see what they do there. Um, India's central bank will launch its own digital rupee by 2023. Okay. Pay attention to this one, guys. As you guys have been, uh, if you guys would remember from our last uh, couple of episodes, maybe two, three months ago, I am big on the crypto market. Uh, digital assets is kind of what I prefer to say, but as I've been doing it these last couple months, I've become to, I began to understand. I still don't think it's a, like you don't dump all your money into it, right? But 1%, 1% of your portfolio, I really like that sort of uh, approach. Like at least 1% is going to be either in public companies that mine and create digital currency or the digital currency itself. So like I still can't as a uh, SEC advisor, as an RIA, I can't invest clients money directly in this crypto as far as their portfolio i'm not allowed to get paid for it advise on it etc so what i'm doing is just sort of doing it myself and then i'm being able to share my stories with you guys and with current clients about what's going on so with uh india here the reason this is well let me let me just read this okay so india's central bank will launch its own digital rupee by 2023 India's finance minister, Nirmala Sitharaman, said at a parliament meeting on Tuesday. She also said regulators would continue to allow crypto trading in India and that the Indian government would levy a 30% tax on income from digital assets. Guys, that is a lot, right? 30%. Think about that. 30%. It's already expensive to buy and sell some cryptocurrencies. Ethereum, for example, that whole uh, blockchain platform, Ethereum, it's extremely expensive to buy and sell other cryptocurrencies. I don't know why, it just is. It's called gas prices. They're egregious. Giving you an example, like if you wanted to buy $100 of Shiba Inu on, a, on the Ethereum platform, uh, it might cost you uh, 0.5 Ethereum to get the SHIB that you want. Well, to translate that, that's like two grand. Okay, so if you want to buy $100, but it costs 2000 to do so, uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So what they're trying to do is get in on this crypto market, India is, and I think that is wise. The digital rupee, I, I think it's interesting. I don't know how that's going to work. Like, can I buy the rupee? Can I buy here in America? Do I buy the rupee on my Coinbase wallet? Or do I have to get another wallet that they have? Do I have to play their game or are they going to enter the rupee into the overall digital currency market it'll it'll be interesting to see but this is not the first country right i think it's venezuela venezuela who adopted bitcoin as their um currency like that's totally how they transact now as a government which is 
crazy to me that someone would just leap into that. Uh, but it might be, it, I'm going to have to look into it. That might, uh, it might've been a great move. Uh, but for us interested in the crypto market, I think India's digital rupee is an interesting play. I would keep an eye on that. Um, just because India is one of the biggest crypto countries. So for, for example, like China doesn't allow any crypto trading within its, uh, within its borders. Like Chinese citizens cannot trade crypto. So India and the U.S. are two of the biggest players in that market. And so as India allows it, I think it's going to open up some opportunity for, um, I don't know, I guess just expansion and growth. I think that's interesting. Um, okay, guys, let's get into Money in the Mirror. That's the news for today. So the three stocks that I want to uh, pay attention to for this whole month of February is NEO, Riot, and Alpha Lithium Corporation. That ticker is APHLF, Riot is ROIT, and NEO's is NIO. So what we, what we do if you guys are new to Money in the Mirror is that we pick three stocks at the beginning of the month, two to three of them, and we review them at the end of the month to see what they're going to do. So I give you guys a couple of predictions here. I think Alpha Lithium, which they're important guys because they create or they mine the lithium used in electric vehicle batteries. And Alpha, Alpha has like some sort of proprietary rights to one of the biggest lithium mine fields, mining fields in the, in the world. I can't remember the specifics, but I think that that is going to be, uh, this is going to be a big month for them because there's an issue with chips and with batteries. So them owning that space to mine, I think is going to be good for them over this whole year, but mainly this month. Also, they're a penny stock. So a penny stock is anything under $5. Um, yeah, and then Neo. Neo is my favorite company. You guys know that's not doing well, uh, mainly because of the battery shortage, uh, the chip shortage, and China just being egregious with business. So they're at twenty four ninety three right now, and I th- I still believe in Neo. I think they're going to be closer to probably sixty dollars, hopefully by the end of the year. So that is a double, that is a, a double return there. Um, I have no idea if that's the case, but I'm believing that. I, th- I really believe in Neo long term. So Neo, we're going to look at them. They're at 24, uh, about 2490 right now. And then Riot, which is they mine Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Okay, so they're a public company that mines uh, digital assets. And they are at $16.69. And then Alpha Lithium is at, I'm scrolling right now, guys. 84 cents. Okay. So a lot of room to grow here with these. And I think crypto is going to have a good next, probably two quarters. I believe it because they hit a big bottom. So that is it for today, guys. As always, if you guys had any questions, please reach out james at 77financialgroup.com, 77 financial group on Instagram, and then just my website, 77 financial group.com. That's it, guys. As always, invest early, invest often. I'll see you tomorrow.